Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ow! I pulled my meniscus. <laughs> I can't pull. pull you can't tore, pull that. I tore my meniscus. <laughs> there you go. Right? You tore it. Right? You tore it. I just wanted to say pulled because yeah. CP always you say it funny. You say ah, pulled my fat. Yeah, yeah, he used to always say that. Yeah. I think I pulled a fat today. Yeah. <laughs> used to. So used to. It's yeah. not like we he's haven't dead. Them we haven't run yeah. for he's a while. He's still alive. Yeah, yeah so. he is. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. No, I, I, Pour I a little I, out for he our He drives homies. by when I'm at Benedito's and he always honks and waves. Yeah. Yeah. Tearing his eye, wishing he could join me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we begin, let's throw some thanks and sponsor mentions. Scratch Labs, people. Best tasting, flavorful, or not, if you don't want flavor. They have the mild flavors. You can just, like, you don't even taste it. If you choose, easy digesting fuel source out there. To quote the Truman Show, I've tried the others, and this one's the best. <laughs> no, really. Get to scratchlabs.com and tell them the pack filler sent you. Paul at least got that reference, yeah, that I movie did. reference. Yeah, I love old. that movie. Love that fucking movie. Uh, Gooder sunglasses, people. Talk about the best. You want great, super affordable, non-slip, polarized lenses, stylish glasses for riding, both outdoors and in. Well, you know, it's... How do I, why do I always start my ad reads with questions? I'm going to change that. Oh, fuck. Uh, you know, it's high-powered fan season, right? See, I just did it again. Well, Gooder has all of that and more. I'm not sh- uh, I'm not sure the Pack Filler 15 code is good still or not, because I think we had like a 1,000 Pack Filler 15 codes that people could use. 
So I don't but know if they try and they'll just yeah. like go, just, no, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm sure they'll be good at it. But hey, uh, give it a, give it a try on your next purchase. Go get gooder. And we gotta think. It's awkward because it's like, thank you, Grandma. Ambassador Cycling. Not because the man himself is here, but to emphasize how important proper bike fit is. You will feel better, go faster, and look cooler after a proper fit with Sam. Get to AmbassadorCycling.com today. Your body and speed will thank you. And I did not use a question with that read. Well then. So Jackson wrote that for you, that read. He should have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I wish. He's yeah. proper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, so you're saying the kids get it better. Yeah, yeah. My beer was too far away from me, and I was scared about losing it. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, you're loving that. God, that's good. <laughs> uh, I guess it's time. Turn out the lights. The party's over. The end of the 2022 cycling season has come and gone. Unless you support those smaller races or cyclocross. Nah, I'm kidding. At least we have that, right? Um, Oh, you also have us right here on a weekly basis. We are live in the Rim Break Bar. It is life on two wheels, not just summer on two wheels. It's the Pack Filler Podcast. Welcome back after a week off. Quite poorly timed week off. Uh, But a bit more on that later. I should have said a but more on that later because <laughs> <laughs> the listeners have no with, with two tips <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pat Bolger let's see who's here with us our weekly warm up question when I introduce you please let us know with an answer to the following what is your biggest third world problem no, I mean first world problem we uh, don't live in a third world first, <laughs> first world problem the biggest thing you complain about that really shouldn't be that big of a fucking deal because you have everything taken care for you you whiny bitch Okay, speaking of which, uh, first of all, he's the diehardest roadie here. Can we all agree? Absolutely. We can all agree that. Mr. Paul Main, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. Yeah. yeah. What third world problem? First world. First, fuck. First world problem. Uh, I'll have Why to do say. I keep saying third world problem? Yeah. That's, that's, I really don't know. It's not have a nice. drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had enough. Maybe that's it. i got to loosen up the tongue. Uh, your biggest first world problem, Paul Main. Well... I have. Other than remember at Apple Airports? Yeah. yeah. And I bought mine. God, whenever they came out, that was Air- my Wi-Fi. No, the airports were, were, a were the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi hub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I still have mine. Now it's starting to shit the bed. I think I have and, one in a box. Of, no, I might have thrown it in the and it And it pisses me off, so I'll be online. and I'll, But do you think I'd go out and buy something else? No. Yeah. But that's my first world problem. It's like, no, I'm not going to. It's, it's still working at times. Yeah. It's just always the key moments. My Wi-Fi is slow. It's like when I look at high school students and they're complaining about their $600 iPad not doing what they want it to do. It's like, you know there are people without, like, water. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Second, he's the person in the room who likely doesn't autocorrect, whose phone likely doesn't autocorrect the word bitch anymore, (laughs) simply due to overuse, (laughs) Mr. Sam Waples. How are you, man? That was perfect. Welcome back from COVID. You got sick. Oh, God, I got the vid. You know what the (laughs) great thing is? That now I can use the excuse whenever I'm falling off the back, I got long-term COVID. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I got long COVID, You and Peter. Yeah. Peter Sagan. Yeah. Yeah. I probably shouldn't make fun of that being a healthcare profession. (laughs) You probably shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Sorry, it's like I treat that. It's but like, oh, yeah. Yeah. whiny bitch. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your biggest <sighs> first world problem, Tim? I can actually, that just came right to me without even having to think much on it. It's whenever you get a new bike, getting it dialed in. Like, and I, I, I remember the first time that I said that to somebody. It was like, you know what the problem about getting a new bike is? You got to do all these adjustments and you got to like, you know, rotate your handlebars to be at the right fit and then you have this to like this is a guy who fits bikes like, for oh a yeah. yeah and i find it to be a total i was like i get on my road bike right now and i'm like oh this thing's dialed yeah and yeah. my new gravel bike that i was like spent two hours complaining to jackson about <laughs> does like, your gravel bike have disc brakes i don't want to talk there about you it. Have it. <laughs> there you have it folks right there and we're back <laughs> I was telling Jackson literally that on the ride. I was like, I'm actually glad that Paul's not here for this because he would pick apart every bit that's on this bike that is the problem with it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Were, they, were they screeching or anything? Like mm, that? The brakes weren't too bad, but the electronic shifting was. But how does I, doesn't it come dialed from the no, factory? No, Isn't it like no. programmed by satellites? Wouldn't that be nice? Like, yeah. Wouldn't that be God's nice? mouth to Shimano's ears to your bike? You would hope, but for me. I did the frame up build and oh, I yeah. am not too proud to admit that I did miss a three millimeter spacer that did ah. <laughs> use your air there. Yeah, yeah. Pretty that's big right. difference yeah. in my yeah. shifting when yeah. I found that out this weekend. Mm -hmm. So my not my gravel bike shifts into the frame, no matter how I adjust it. If I'm coming off a downhill, I go, bah, 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 you know, it dumps into the frame. Even, even if it's perfect in the house on your front, on yeah. the front. rear, Oh, there is no stop. Front. Yeah, it, yeah. My stop is it's perfect. I'll have it dialed here in the house, and then I'll be out on the road, and it's like you get stuck between the frame, the chain, and the carbon yeah. frame, which is like nails on a chain. In the board. back, mm -hmm. it yeah. Wedges in the well, it's a one bike. Oh, so yeah, and well, uh, it'll do that. And then I sometimes I have to SRAM? get off the bike. Yeah, there's something I was because I've done a lot of research on this lately because mine's SRAM <laughs> as well. And there is some way to service the clutch, so your clutch might be loose. Oh. Yep. Mm -hmm. Shit. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Oh, introductions. He uh, <laughs> and and third, he's the closest thing to nice boy assassin that this show will ever have. Can we all agree? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. mm -hmm. He's just a nice guy well, thanks, that will guys. that will yeah. kill you while mm -hmm. you're not expecting sure. it. It's just yeah. like, sorry, stabbed you in the back, fucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jackson Bulger, how are you, man? I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> what was the question again? First world problems. First oh, world you got problem. first world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got it right. Yeah. yeah. My cat's probably my first world problem, honestly. <laughs> it is you a cat. Yeah, he's. I love him. I love him so much, but my life is run by pieces of litter. No, the little I hate that. you put on a sock, right in the middle of your heel. Yeah, just a little piece of litter, right Kitty in the middle litter. of your. Yep. Yeah. It's just. What is he just? It sticks to their paws, around? and then they, it's a little oh, yeah. yeah. It sticks in their claws. Uh -huh. There's just stuff, and then it's just everywhere. Yeah, and it is. That's See, my biggest first world. Yeah. I've it's, seen these it's the new... herpes of the cat world. <laughs> a Once little. you get it, it's never yeah. gone. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, you'll find it even when he dies. You'll find kitty litter everywhere. Really? It's, it's like what the yeah. hell? Yeah, it's in weird places. Mm -hmm. I want to put this image in your mind. You know how like I mean, because kitty litter is where they go where to they the bathroom, right? Piss, yeah. It would be like finding pubic hair all over your house. It's the equivalent I mean, like... of like the human <laughs> toilet, right? Like you look down, you're like, how? How yeah. is that there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like sometimes I'll walk into the room that his litter box is in, and he's pubic hair all over the fucking house. 
She's going to look at it differently now. Yeah, yeah. I just want to put that image in her head. Because somebody did that to me a while ago. And I was like, every right. time I Thanks step on it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, every time I walk into his room, he's like throwing it. Just like picking it up and just like putting it in the middle of like a place where it shouldn't be. Yeah. So it's everywhere now. That's what cats do. Yeah. Can we all agree that cats? What are can I fuck evil? with next? That's they're what just they evil, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. They think don't show love. They pretend to show love that because is not they want to be. They want to be fed. They want to be fed, and that is it. You were hurt by a cat, <laughs> <laughs> and this is no longer our pack filler podcast that you vo- viewer came to watch. This is an intervention about cats and Pat. <laughs> Because that is not true. <laughs> and your cat knows that I have a problem because your cat hates me. No. Yeah, he does. It's, it's you. Sphere. It's not me. It's not me. I'm it's like, you. come here, buddy. And he's like. <laughs> well, is he hiss at you? Yeah. He's hissed at me before. Well, that that was a, that was when we were moving. But it did happen. All right. Well, when you enter with an evil presence, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Have you given it some like kitty nibble? No, no, because no. he hates him. Flipped it off. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> flip it off. I like. No, I don't like cats. I, 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 I don't know cats. That's true. But yeah. But I'm not trying to be mean to it. Well, whatever. CP's cat Bootsy Collins liked me. Ah, uh, Bootsy. Bootsy was cool. Yeah. yeah. Bootsy dug me. Yeah. Oh, me, I'm the likely longest cycling podcaster in the biz now that uh, the one and only John Galloway has hung up his mic, everybody. John Galloway. Did he really? Yeah, he oh, did. wow. Yeah. Wow. The did last, he announce it on the last show? I think it was the last Feed Zone, which I was not there for. No, yeah. Yeah. So. He had, yeah, Gary. I listened to it, but I haven't finished it yet. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's hmm. all, he, he, John's tired of being behind the mic, so he's hmm. he's going to help with editing on that kind of stuff, but uh, yeah. So no, Chris a, is going to carry the torch? I Sure. And Gary? Maybe. I, well, it's Chris's baby. Oh, is it's it? It's Chris's okay. baby. Yeah, Chris right. Sidwell's uh, yeah. by the the, um, the uh, Cycling Legends podcast. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to it, you should give it a shot. Yeah. They have some free shows out he there. He is yeah, just Chris a little good guy. He's Tommy Simpson's nephew. Yeah. He's been on the show. I've had yeah. Chris on, uh, yeah, yeah, interviewed him on the show. About he's Tom a great Simpson. historian yeah. on cycling. Yeah. He knows it really well. And he so. has some good shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, my biggest first world problem is rechargeable batteries. I hate them. I I can't have the percentage of a battery on my phone. I can't see what the percentage is because I'll freak out about it. It's like, oh, it's only 98. Now it's 97. Why did it go to 97 so fucking quick? 94? Jesus. Never get an EV. All I did was check my social. <laughs> He's screwed. Yeah. This is why my blood pressure is so fucking high when I'm at the doctor's office because I'm just looking at it going, stay down, stay down, stay down. Fuck. You know, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> it drives me crazy. So rechargeable batteries are the worst. I mean, my fucking handle, my 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 Wahoo, my my iPad, my pedals now are fucking rechargeable. And to think in that, and two thousand tense right now in two uh, twenty uh, twenty thirty five. My car's 35. gonna be a fucking yeah. rechargeable battery. You're I won't stop. Be, yeah. Oh, you should see that me. is actually a legitimate panic now. Then now there's a oh. A syndrome for you. You should see me when I'm driving in the RV, which I did this weekend. I stare at the the average miles per gallon I'm getting, (laughs) and it's a contest. I'm like, I gotta okay, it dropped down to you know because my RV sucks at it. So I'm like, oh my god, it dropped down to nine point eight. I gotta spend the next ten miles. Oh, it's terrible. I gotta spend the next ten miles trying to get it back up above ten. 
And so I'll just slowly go up a hill or I'll, I'll big toe a start line, a start a red line. I'm a fucked up person, That's aren't so I? That's so neurotic. I know. <laughs> You're a cat. You're a cat. <laughs> Take that back. Become what you've hated. Yeah. Take that back. That's, that's why he doesn't like him. Yep. He, he sees his flaws in, in, in that animal right there. <laughs> uh, it's been a few weeks, guys. Uh Let's start with our writing practices these days. How have things been going? Are you slowing down? Are you staying good? Are you just trying to hold on? Or have you basically thrown your bike into a dumpster like Daniel LaRusso? Um, <laughs> Jackson's hesitant pause. I mean, I've I've have ridden my bike, but you know, yeah, life and all that gets in the way. So it's just been slow down a little bit. Um, yeah, you know, I'll. I'll get going here soon. Jesus. <laughs> You're like, ah, take me three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Go from 8% to 4% body fat. And like, Whatever. <laughs> I think about it and I gain a pound. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, how did I do that? Wow. Went below my chin. I like fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sam, you've yeah. just gone full privateer. Yeah, I've gone full privateer. Yeah. I did two gravel rides, and oh, I did a FTP test yesterday for. Oh, yeah, tests suck. I gotta do one. But watch, which one? Uh, the twenty minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always been my go-to. I've never done well at like a ramp test. I don't understand it, which I should. Ramp test? Yeah, you would think you. Yeah, you like, should. yeah. <laughs> I think that I should. Well, who like, has a ramp test that yeah, it's for DP? Yeah. No, but they the have also have a ramp test. Yeah, but yeah. my thought is like, am I supposed to be able to max it out all the way? And I'm like, man, I'm sitting at like 380 watts here for now over like you know a minute, and then it goes up to 390. And I'm like, I mean, that's really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and whereas oh like, if you God, just I'm, I'm so cool. <laughs> no, honey, come here, look what I can do. <laughs> no, that's my point though. Is I'm like, I get up to there, and I'm like, it's still climbing, and I'm like, yeah. so I just quit. I'm like, well, I think that that was good enough. And I look, and it's like, your FTP is 210. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was 390, you motherfucker. Yeah. yeah and you yeah. told me, oh, it's yeah. okay to get off whenever yeah. you want. It's That's like, my what? point. That's yeah. why I don't understand the test. So in yeah. a 20-minute effort where it's like, just pick whatever you can hold for 20 minutes and just go hard. I get that. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense to me. But so I did that, and that sucked. But watch Top Gun Maverick while I did it. God, let's just advertise <laughs> that show. I'm telling How you guys. How many times <laughs> have like you? Fifteen at least. <laughs> I still haven't seen it yet. It's Me either. Unreal. I, I, I'm telling you, twenty watt bump. Whenever there was a jet scene, like <laughs> <laughs> that, I understand. Yeah. God, <laughs> so into it. Rhythm of your engine. Hemp. Listen to your heart. <laughs> So I'm like, yeah. Anyway, I think to sum it up, I've I've done a bit of writing, and then uh, I started the training program, so I have another one tomorrow morning. I'm just, I'm too soft to go out right and right outside right now. So you're inside. Yeah. Oh. On the weekend. Yeah. In the weekend, though, I'll go out. You're out. Yeah. Yeah. I've done a couple night rides, but also I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just done then. So, um, yeah, so Mr. Like, get off my it. lawn, or you just like, fuck yeah. it, I'm not going to ride my bike anymore? I've been riding through the middle of, you know, I mean, midweek anyway. I can't, you know, just yeah. because of my job. Yeah, even if, yeah exactly. So, um, but, yeah, I, this weekend I, I was going to join in. The conversation was a little bit late because I was with my wife out at, 
on a date night and they started talking gravel and just like <laughs> and I thought it was a different language yeah yeah and it's like no I'm not gonna do that <laughs> so but uh strangely enough that morning I was gonna before I went for a ride I started going up the stairs and I was looking at my phone and my toes just caught the edge of the of the um stairs and I went and I stretched out my calf muscle and I'm thinking, well, I can still ride. I mean, I couldn't walk normal, but usually you can ride. I've sprained ankles playing basketball, and you can ride. And then, all, how no, old are you? Yeah. I was just gonna well, say, Jackson, this ever happened to you? Yeah. Like, I don't know it what you're fucking talking bad. about. And this is the first time it's ever happened. And, and then you just say, Yeah, I'm getting old. You know? <laughs> so, anyway, so I couldn't ride this weekend. I, uh, Saturday, I tried. I went like four and a half miles. It's like no. Because you can feel the heat and everything. It's sure. inflamed and stuff. Um, I knew it wasn't a torn, uh, you know, Achilles. Meniscus? I had movement. It's mm-hmm. the only time is when I rolled up and wow. used the no, meniscus. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we were, I don't think we were recording before that. On that the meniscus. Before the right. show. Yeah. So, but anyway, today was my first RDO in a couple of months. So I went out and got 30, 30 oh, okay. some miles in there. Right on. A couple hours, yeah. Hmm. Not hard, but yeah, feel better. I went camping this weekend, and I, I t- well, obviously, I talked about my RV OCD, and um, I start to realize I'm, I'm really fucked up. Um, I got out on the on the Palouse, on the Barren Palouse. I did a gravel ride out there. Um, I I found my wife was like, "Hey, we're gonna you know let's go camping." My my folks found a site. And and this is where we're going to be. And so I went to ride with GPS, found a loop that somebody had posted 30 miles, like just under 3000 feet of climbing in, in like 35 or 37 miles or something. No, it's it just 30. And so I was like, cool. And, you know, when I with, ride with GPS, who's not a sponsor, you can adjust where the start is. And so I picked it where our campsite was and I started off on the loop and uh, the Palouse, uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, I mean, it's just this, it's just like rolling seas of wheat. As far as you can see. Evergreen State, my ass. I mean, the Washington not this is side. not evergreen yeah. when it comes to that. But it's, uh, the, the gravel is wonderful out mm-hmm. there. Absolutely amazing out there. I loved it. And, uh, and there were a couple. What of kind of gravel? It was, um, there were some sections because that were Because this is going to come up in the conversation it is. later on. There were some sections that were just classic gravel, like the small gravel yeah. roads. You know, Five-eighths like, minus, yeah. so they call it crushed. Yeah, yeah. yeah crushed, gra- crushed mm-hmm. rock, yeah. And then there were some that were um, primitive roads, summertime only, closed from March, no, from November to March, mm-hmm. kind of a, things like that, that were smooth dirt. That's what farmers use to get yeah. in between sections. And so that's what a lot of the roads I ended up on. Uh, the loop, whoever uh, made this loop, was either either 300 years old or on crack. Because when I got to a certain point... <laughs> or Justin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no offense, Justin, but yeah. Well, because I think I was have to... Speaking of Justin, I was going to have to bushwhack, as he says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I climbed this long hill, and one at one point, right before the top of the hill... I'm just coming by this truck, and I'm like, oh, there's a truck park there. Bam! Somebody blew off a gun, a big fucking gun, right beside my, right in the bed of the truck. He was shooting it out of the bed of the truck. He was target shooting. This is, you know, this is central Washington. People do that because, you know, it's God-given right, motherfucker. 
And uh, and I, I jumped. It scared the shit out of me. And I went, holy fuck. And I kept riding. And I got to the top of the hill. And there was nothing. No way I could go. It's, my GPS was telling me to turn left. And there was no left. I was somebody's field. So I had to turn around and come back down. And the dude who, was, who shot the gun was standing on the other side of the road, which was my side of the road when I'm coming down. He's standing there looking at me. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we go. I come down and I just pull to a stop and he looks at me and says, I'm so sorry I scared you. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, no, man, no worries. I said, you just caught me by surprise. You know, I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. Yeah. My chamois brown, but I wasn't scared. You know, and <laughs> do you smell that? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you smell so bad? Well, I shit my pants. And um and he was he was all apologetic and I was like no man don't worry about it you know I you didn't know I was coming up behind you or something like that and and I said what was that what were you shooting off and he said I don't know he says two forty or something like that and I had to ask um the guy my mother in law's uh, dating yeah what the fuck two forty three two he said two forty. Two forty three is the standard count. Anyway, two forty three, two forty four. I was raised in whatever that country, so I know all about this. Yeah, whatever it took. And yeah. I would have been would, very nice to uh, to apologize to you if yeah, I scared you with boy. Would you? shooting. Yeah. God damn, that's my my yeah. neighborly. Idea. With them skinny tight pants yeah. on, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I'm not the Ned Beatty of this story. <laughs> um, and so it, he was super nice, and I was like, Don't worry about it, man. No, not a problem, you know. And I bite. And I just said, have a good day. And he said, you have a good ride. And I was like, okay, maybe that's what we need a little bit more of in this world. It's Mm -hmm. like nobody's doing any harm. It just shit happened and we were okay. So anyway, I got got put on the wrong distance, uh, the wrong path, because somebody created a loop that required bushwhacking. And I'm not walking through fucking weeds and shit like that. So I ended up tacking on about 15 more miles than I had hoped. But I, in this 35-mile ride, I did 3,500 feet of climbing. It's, so it was quite a bit. Freaking beautiful. It was a great ride. And it, it was nice. Um, so there we go. Um, yeah, that's my riding week. And should I... I'm going to get to it. I'm going to address the butt in the room. Um, the reason we were off last week for everybody who was wondering, and I'm, I'm going to address it, and I'm two, not ashamed two of Two T's, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I'm not right. afraid to say it. Um, I had an overdue colonoscopy, everybody. I had to go in <laughs> and do the entire thing. And why am I sharing this? Because you know what? It, it's I not was, that bad. No, I was stupid, and I waited. Um, I haven't had a doctor, a doctor, for probably seven years. And that's stupid. Yeah, Sam's Sam's eyes. I wish I could. Change. I don't have a close up on you. I haven't had that's a doctor insane. for seven years. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. You haven't had a primary care. No, because nothing's oh been wrong. I've lived my life, which like uh, in denial. Good. No. Oh, okay. And it's just like I feel fine. You out, but not having a doctor doesn't freak <laughs> because, you out. I mean, because like, I don't see those numbers. Huh. Right. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. We can all say that. And I want to serve myself <laughs> as an example. Don't be Pat. Jackson, don't be your dad. Um, and so uh, I got a doctor last year, a primary care physician, and he said, you're in your 50s. You need to get a colonoscopy. And I was like, okay. And so I did the whole thing. I drank the Kool-Aid. I you know, I had a night. of, And it wasn't as bad as I remember. 
last time I had that cool Did magic you go drink, with a... It was the whole gallon. Oh, the ga- the yeah, that go lightly Every stuff. 10 That's minutes, terrible. every 10 minutes, you're just like... There's oh, another prep God, you can it's have. It's lemon lime from hell. No, it's, so... like, it's like a energy project. So did you play? Uh, it's like <laughs> yeah. a cycling fueling product that I don't want to mention because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> did you have to start that when you were teaching on Monday? No, I didn't. I didn't have to start till 5 p.m. that, okay. that evening. But I had That's to start good. fasting that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like five That's days prior, I had, to, I had to start eating just specific things. Mm-hmm. I bought a loaf of white bread. I haven't bought a loaf of white bread in my... Uh, Wonder? Decade. No, I didn't. <laughs> But uh, but my my point was is it was stupid, you know, and and I lucked out. I lucked out. The doctor came in after the procedure, and he says, um, it, "Your colon is like a super highway, and I don't want to see you for another ten years." And I was like, "Thank you, um, thank you." He did say, you know, he did mention some things, you know, related to cycling. Did he I, wink afterwards? He didn't. He didn't. Everything was good. Oh, okay. And um, so, you know, preventative measures, I guess, is my point here. You know, don't be Pat. Just don't be a fucking idiot and go get those things every so often, you know, because, right? Should I get off my high horse? No, I mean, well, wait, this I, is I, like. I, sure, I have some. Is it, no, know, some, is it November or October? When is the mustache thing? That's just all no, about mental. That's November. We're doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So you it's. You cut yeah. yours off. I know. Well, your brother's COVID. COVID boogers in a mustache is not a good thing. No, time. no. <laughs> <laughs> you look like I'm a, like covering all the topics. Today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of it's cycling related. No. But that's that's good. COVID no. like a well. glazing. It is. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's as like a, when you put too much gel in your hair. Yeah. yeah. Stiff stash. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous for that. <laughs> Uh, get checked, you guys. What's one night on the toilet when it means uh, staying alive for your rides, your friends, and your loved ones? That I guess is my point, you know. And and it's just, it wasn't that bad, Jesus. I mean, no, it's not. I was done. In in, I I went in there. The procedure was at eight a.m. and I was home by eleven. And now you're oh, down wow. to race weight. No, I didn't. That's what really <laughs> pissed me off. I really was like, cool, I'm going to shed all this out, and I'm going to be so much lighter, and, and I'm going to take a picture and of the scale. You do. I did, but I lost like two pounds. Uh, no. Fucking pissed me off. <laughs> it's like, where's the perk? <laughs> Screw it. I'm going to have some fish and chips when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did I have? Oh, I think I just did a pop-up movie, something stupid like that. Oh, that's smart. So let's uh, let's get a re- off soapbox. Let's get... Let's get a recap at the end of the pro cycling season, shall we? I know most of you out there already have formed opinions. You know the results and so on, but we can't move forward without addressing the end of the 2022 season. First, Lombardia, the race of the falling leaves. Do they still call They still call that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in case you didn't know, spoiler alert, Tade, um, without a tour victory, but his second attempt at Lombardi and his second win in Lombardi. Thoughts on Tade Pogacar's 2022 season? Would he she walk away totally held high or that fucking one thing screwed him up? Well, Dan Lloyd said this, and I kind of agree with it. It's like I think that if he wants to win the tour, he should probably focus on peaking for the tour. But also, I hope he doesn't because it was so entertaining watching him this past yeah. year. Like, the fact that he won Strada Bianca, he's probably... The whole year. Yeah, he's probably the strongest rider at Flanders. Um, and then to come and win his second monument, um, 
which was the same monument. But um, I thought it was I thought it was a really good year, and I think he should be happy with it, especially with how exciting and entertaining he made that tour. To me, it kind of showed like people were apparently saying that he's like washed up after that second Jesus. place in the tour. But to me, it's like what is he like twenty? He's younger than I am. He's twenty two. Three twenty two. No, I I no, he's he young, he's younger than I am. Yeah, I thought he was twenty three, twenty four. Well, how do you feel oh, about he, that? You won the first you know? one. Yeah. yeah, how yeah. are your career so. goals? Well, yeah, <laughs> kidding. No, yeah, um, but I think he, I think he's still the number one. He had the most wins out of the entire season, mm-hmm. out of any rider. Um, and I, I don't know. I think Tade's still king. Um. I I don't want to ask everybody the same question because we can all go I through agree. Well, If you have something to add, I, mean, I do. Yeah. I I kind of disagree with Dan Lloyd, but he knows way more than I do. But to me, it I think he He's lost 24. the tour. Twenty four. He lost the tour because of uh, Yumbo Visma's tactics, mm-hmm. not because he doesn't. Well, for somebody to say he's he's one and done, or, you know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, he, uh, like I was talking to Dismount Dave, he's probably the closest thing in our, since I was involved in cycling in the 80s, that's kind of more like Merckx than anybody else. He'll probably never touch his career. But yeah. Merckx raced every race to win, and that's exactly what Tade does. And and whether he, he like doesn't or ni- not, everybody... He's like a nice Bernardino. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Bernard had one of the best successful Grand Tours. He's never finished... Less than like fourth place, I think, in every Grand Tour that he was in. I can't remember. Maybe he was on the podium. I can't. Dismount Dave knows that. Yeah, we need Dismount for yeah. that. But, so, but correct but, me if I'm wrong. Tade's on path to that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, he is. I mean, but but also, you know, if you look at Bernardi, you know, he won Perry Roubaix and he just raced it because people were giving him crap. And yeah. he said, I'll never race it again. He won Liege. Uh, he never won Flanders or Lombardia or. Yeah. or uh, um, yeah, or yeah. San Remo. But anyway, but Tati, I think he can. He has the potential of winning all the monuments and definitely all the – I mean, his career is just really starting, and he's enjoying it. He doesn't look fatigued or worked out or stressed out. Yeah. He's just – I mean, he's he's got a grin on his face. He was pissed at Flanders because it boiled down to when he said later on, it was my mistake. He misread that yeah, sprint. Yeah, that whole thing. Because he was going to come around. Not, I think to, was. not to address the Voldemort but issue, but it's so nice to have somebody who's really fast and really good who's not a dick. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, well, I guess that's just up to us Americans to just do that. But, you know. <laughs> um, any other observations from Lombardia? Uh, Enric Moss, he's still just 27. Mikel mm-hmm. Landa. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Where did he come from? You know, so yeah, it was a good race. Did you get a chance to catch it, Sam? I didn't see Lombardia. Yeah, you, you don't have the the GCN. With, I do with the with, with the, the BPM. BPM. I don't have that. The GCN with the BPM. See, no, I think it, Lombardia. That's a rap lyric. Lombardia was for all GCN subscribers. So. Was it? Yeah. Yep. So you missed it. I, your shit but it, I think the race, to be honest with you, because I've always watched that race when mm-hmm. I could and mm-hmm. whenever it was available. It wasn't that exciting. Uh, it was like a very Sky and Enios esque yeah. type. Mm-hmm. They had people up front that just burned people off, and, and that's not fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, the, 
one of my favorites was uh, Gilbert, and I think it was was a Gotti. I can't remember. Um, they were side by side, pouring down rain. They were like up the climbs and colliding into each other, and it it was great. I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of episodes. Philippe Gilbert. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> was the Paris World or, or Paris Tours his last one? Or yeah, yeah it was. was. Mm-hmm. That was the end of it. We'll get yep. to that. Second of all, the World Hour Record by Philippe Ghana um, on a printed out bike. Yeah. Um, no longer be legal by January. That Wait, bike so is illegal. Will it not count? It, has well, to, it cannot be a prototype. They can't use prototypes it's, anymore. Well, Pinarello says it's going to be available. Yeah, but it has to be available at the time of the race. That's oh. what they're saying. So, so they did a prototype they... for future. So Martha, fire up the printers. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, what is he, he hit 56.792 kilometers. That's like 35 miles an hour for an hour. For an hour straight, which is 400 <laughs> meters over Chris Boardman's original Superman position. 400 record. meters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That he lapped him then. Yeah. But he didn't. Almost twice. He didn't hit that top speed until 45 minutes, oh, which means that. Day. He was slowly but surely peaking. Just diesel. To and to me, in that uh, forty-five minutes in, that's where I'm probably going to start <laughs> dipping. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. when he peaked. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Find yeah. yourself doing thirty-five miles an hour down a hill or whatever, whatever situation yeah. in a sprint, and you're looking and do that for an hour. Cillian Kelly said it. <laughs> he said it really best. He said, "I just I can't even hit that speed, and I can't imagine even." Doing it for it. an hour yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. Did any of you guys watch? Mm-mm. I just saw highlights. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm not going to watch our record. <laughs> it's, it's an hour record. A TV spectacular no. moment. Yeah. Especially I watched it when Bradley Wiggins did it. Did you? But I mean, I was a diehard Bradley Wiggins fan. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think got, it could be. I don't know. Did Jens Voigt announce? Was he part of the? commentary crew no i i i know i shouldn't bash people in the business <laughs> no he was not he was not on Shit. that okay no. he's like watching he's like listening to paint dry sometimes for me mm-hmm. he's just like what this is what i did back in the day and this is right my thing was, and yeah yeah shut up legs yeah, shut up <laughs> legs was my thing and you're just like oh my god dude just get to the I like the guy, but I do too yeah. as a person. But yeah. I don't know if I like it him as a fun to ride or watch the cyclist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so there we go. Uh, the price of bikes. I I the, I guess the his bike was seventy five thousand dollars seventy five thousand euros, which is a par. I think it's par now. Is so, it? Yeah. Or has been. Or was. All right, moving on. Let's get to it. Let's talk to the. Uh, let's talk about the Perry Tour versus the Gravel Worlds. All right, um, the Gravel Worlds. Everybody watched it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paul, you made it through. Yeah, yeah, and I watched highlights too, just in case, because the coverage was kind of spotty, and I thought yeah. maybe yeah I fell asleep, but I didn't. <laughs> Well, because it wasn't all live. It was like there was recorded. Yeah. There was a, it, yeah. Well, you missed the attack on, on Vermish when you attacked yeah. uh, in them. They just showed that beautiful Italian city in you know, Tuscany, which is but the, northern the Italy. But the worlds did that, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, people are... Still better than Unbound Gravel. I mean, the coverage of Unbound yeah. Gravel was just like, oh, poor Frankie. Well, that, that says something for... Anyway, yeah. we'll get into all that, I'm sure. In depth. Um, was this a gravel race or just a bumpy 
road race. God, it wasn't even a bumpy road race. No, it's flat. Yeah, pretty much it's just little humps. The right that climbs right out of the gate, right out of the gate. It was a major climb. That's like a total cyclocross start. That's what me me think of. I mean, I've just thought about it a lot. One, I thought like way for like way to go white old men who put on a new style of racing right like because like that's just something that we complain about about so many other things in our life that like nothing changes and then here the world is like putting on a gravel race and it's like you know what good for them for doing it but that course sucked i was like it's like bowling with bumpers in the sense that like they like they it's a packed gravel like they counted gravel packed trail as gravel it's like that's more or less asphalt. Yeah. And then yeah. you're riding that's on chip it with seal, motherfucker. Yeah, with yeah. wide tires. No. Like yeah. that's not even like watching Strada Bianca or like the other races where they're riding over gravel on like twenty eights. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. If yeah. we're getting real technical about it, first, second, and third, all one on a road bike. All mm-hmm. one on a road all bike. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking the two canyons were the ultimate and then uh Daniel Oss was on the Roubaix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vermeesh, Daniel Oss, Matthew Vanderpool, Greg Van Avermaet, Evgeny Fedorov, Magnus Court, Alessandro DeMarchi, Stebar, Ballerini, all roadies. Yeah. Well, I think UCI is, this is their, their crack at it, right? In order to get Europe involved in this, I mean, most what we think is American is gravel, is mm-hmm. a participating type of sport. It is not a spectator. If even if they had cameras on on uh, Unbound, they'd be freaking boring. Talk about, I mean, it's not a spectator. It will never be a spectator. I Only disagree. Those. I'm going to say I disagree. Well, I'll and, let you and, and, and I'll let the you thing is, is is that to get people to watch like uh, Tour de France, what you have to draw people in, what they want is is scenery and that's why we watch the Tour de France and they'll show a chateau and have the history behind it and all that. Yeah. Just yeah. to get people into it. Well, I we think could have I think a gravel if you're... section out by your old house and you could be the commentator and say that's where yeah, I grew yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, I grew up right yeah. there, you know. Now the fluke uh, family lives yeah. there. I shot a couple of pheasants down that draw. The family there. tree is one yeah. straight <laughs> yeah. branch. Just like that total yeah, yeah, uh, totem yeah. pole right there. So um <laughs> anyway the the thing is is to me that bike racing is pretty pretty boring it really is we all have to admit it right yeah yeah and nothing you know for us like peru bay was caught my interest because the conditions and the hardship and that type of thing um on gravel they have to do their own there isn't like this chaos of you know you hear horns honking you know at peru bay horns are honking the hill helicopter people are scrambling around and stuff and if you watch a gravel race, they pull off to the side, they pull out, you know, get their little, you know, pull out and so put a cord. I mean, seriously, watch so it. And I've, biased, I tried to man. get into it. Well, I love you. Baby. And it is not. It's it's fine because to me that if people like to do that, it, yeah. I have no problems. But it is not the average person. If I try and get my wife to watch that, it's like, Jesus, what are we watching here? Racing. Some of it is speed for me. Road. Road racing and why I like it is because if I don't average over eight, 18 miles an hour, that's a boring freaking time. <laughs> and then you look at gravel, it's like you're just seeing people slogging through 
you know, flint rock and stuff like that. Oh, got a flat, you know, that type of thing. But, 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 okay. I got a but devil's advocate. I don't, I don't want to damage. No, I, no, I, no, no. But, but one, one thing okay. I have to say, UCI uh, got these pros in because there are people in Europe that can actually draw, draw mm-hmm. a crowd. It's like, hey, these people are going to be here. And that's just how they got things going. Now, the terrain, one thing, the whole thing around, around gravel for me is that there's no rules, right? That's the whole thing. So what determines what's gravel and what's not? So uh, 40% maximum road. pavement is, so that's, is, is what once makes you start it doing a gravel that, race. So, so then how about um, uh, the Belgian waffle ride? They, didn't, they, they don't claim that's a gravel ride. No, they don't. They don't. But is that over forty percent? It was. I don't. I don't think it was. I. Th- I think we were. I think. It's I think like, we spent more time on the road. Yeah, I think it's like Might have. fifty miles or fifty some miles of one hundred and thirty-one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know isn't. math. So it's not. No. Yeah. That's not forty percent. But you know, it's it's like all these people. Jackson, get out your tip calculator. <laughs> <laughs> tip calculator. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's. I think they're trying to make an effort. No, it's not exciting for me to watch. And but Paris Tours is the same thing. Yeah, that's what I, there, I was going to go there. Yeah, yeah, and and that yeah. used to never ever have. It was a flat pancake road race. In fact, you will never see uh, Quick Step in that race because the first year they put in all those gravel races, Quick Step was flattened out, and then he said, and well, Fave says, "Nope, this is stupid. This is a gimmick." Okay, so my team. So let's look at Strada Bianca. I mean, I don't know what the percentage of, of gravel to to uh, road there that there is there. Google has to know that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, well, you need our statistician. <laughs> but but the thing about it is is, I mean that the the gravel worlds this weekend was more of almost a cyclocross, a really long cyclocross race with road sections thrown in. Um, and, and it didn't have that feel. Now I have watched some gravel races, some U S based gravel races that if you were paying attention if, or if you just switched it on and I think Paul, I, I, I love you, man, but I think that, I think you're riding with a, you're, you're rolling into this with a preconceived bias because if you were to watch these races, it would be as epic as a Strada Bianca. It would be as epic as a, uh, um, I don't want to say Paris-Roubaix, but some of those events where you've got these attacks, you've got this, this, the, these tactical elements playing out. And when these riders pull over because they have a flat, they're not just going, oh, I'll just get my toolkit. You know they're they're fucking busting balls to get this sure. shit done as quickly as possible. But as quick as a wheel change. No, that's but, what I'm saying. But, Get but back but, on it, but, and then but they're riders still catch up and yeah. and win yeah, after these situations. But I would say that like I, I'm in the middle of both of you because I think it can be exciting. I just think that this Worlds was a terrible example of a of a gravel it race. It was because it's like I mean there that should have it would have been more exciting if they were all racing it on road bikes. But it's like yeah. the people that raced it on gravel bikes were five miles behind the front of the race yeah. because. It's not a gravel race. Yeah. It's a road race. My wife watched it with me. She kept going, why aren't they chasing? 
Yeah, it's like, well, because why they have to put out 500 those, watts. Why are those two guys, back. why are Austin Vermeesh still off the front? Yeah. Because he's They're running right. 33 mil front and yeah. 35 back. Yeah. They weren't running 42. Right. That's So yeah. the terrain is going to be a big thing. That's Yeah, yeah they like, just got to dial in the terrain. Like, I think that if the terrain was more exciting, that the race would be more exciting. Mm-hmm. Because then it'd be like, oh, yeah, you do need this equipment, you know, range-ish to And mind you, the fact that on the start line, Riders with UCI points got to stage mm-hmm. in front of the riders with UCI gravel points. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I, I mean no offense, and I don't want you know Matthew Vanderpool, you know, bashing on my door in the middle of the night in the hotel. But, <laughs> but yeah, just shut the fuck up. Um, but <laughs> sorry, too soon. Um, but I these these. Matthew is visiting this sport. He sh- kind of like when he did not race cyclocross for a long time. He had to start at the back of the field. Mm-hmm. This is a gravel race, a gravel world championships. Gravel riders should be able to ride at the front. Now, if they're on big tires and they're slower as fuck, that's their own decision. They can't ride those watts. The, the roadies are going to have a great time anyway. Well, it's just like the um, Peter's gone when he did the mountain bike race last mm-hmm. Olympics. Was yeah. It? Mm-hmm. And he had to start in the back. Yeah. And he worked his way up almost to the front and then yeah. he had some technical, but. Yeah. Yeah. Is the UCI killing gravel? Does it matter? No. It won't change gravel. It's so different. You mm-hmm. don't think but so? They even said in the thing that this is an American sport in the GCN cast really? of it. Yeah. They said, like, this is an American sport. So I think that the UCI has to take more of maybe an American approach to it. Yeah. Find mm-hmm. more of those types of races. Well, I think that the fact that they kept it as a, like, a, a, st- a, they didn't do like a neutral zone. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that they did that kept it much more like Americanized. But I also think it's 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 so different. This was so formal in comparison to like what Pete Stetton is racing. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's just it really is so different. It's almost like this is like the the pop version, yeah, rather than the indie version of what we oh. have here. You know, mm-hmm. you millennial. That's a great <laughs> yeah. I, I was, was going to say, I, I was going to say the European <laughs> version is like a Beatles song, and the U.S. version is like a Genesis song that's like really fucking long and dragged out. <laughs> or fish, like a fish so, concert. It, let's go to the bikes. So, Grief tire, dead tires, tire width, <laughs> and the bikes it. themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, manufacturers are all about having their product seen. Well, when when people are choosing road bikes, and now road bikes with disc brakes can run, you know like 42s some of them yeah you know mm-hmm. so the whole idea the the biggest difference between the geometry between a road bike or, or the most notable i should say is the wheelbase length and and the longer the wheelbase as you would know the more comfortable it is for long rides yeah. so you're looking at like unbound 200 miles that type of thing so the shorter rides you're not going to benefit from that you're not going to have yeah and and looser stuff you're going to have more control so the course, even like a lot of people uh, and the vegan cyclist was talking mm-hmm. about, I can't remember which one I watched. And he says, there's some places where I wish I had a mountain bike. Mm-hmm. And some you're places always under bike. Yeah, there's yeah, always yeah, yeah. A, a situation. You just have, that's part of the deals. So you're going to have to sacrifice something. And that, to me, is the essence of, of gravel bike. It's not 42 centimeter, 45 centimeter uh, mm-hmm. sea wheels. Uh, you know, all this long wheelbase thing because some of them are like 
to be honest with you, we don't need that even our gravel rides around here. A cross bike would be fine. Mm-hmm. Unless oh, you're yeah. doing single track stuff, mm-hmm. you know, where you're doing what, what Justin does, you yeah. know, bushwhacking and stuff. But to actually set up a, a gravel, if even if you had like 100% gravel or even, um, what's that, my own private Idaho, you know. Yeah, Rebecca's private. Yeah, Idaho. Rebecca's Two private. Two completely Idaho. different. Yes, things, one's yeah, a movie. Okay. Yeah, one is one's a <laughs> <laughs> messed up movie. Very intense yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but to me, that's that's the big thing. It's like you have to choose that bike. That only helps the bike industry because if you're a gravel racer, this mm-hmm. all of a sudden you need. Okay, this is going to be more packed. I need a road bike. You know, with these wheels, and then oh, you go to Unbound. I this is. I'm going to need a longer, yeah. stable... 200 That's miles. That's all it does. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just because people aren't using a road bike on a gravel... I mean, a gravel bike on a gravel race doesn't mean it negates it being a gravel yeah. race, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, yeah, it, it's this is so compli- complicated. It's not going to be solved in, in a night. UCI, in my opinion, tried to make an effort... I'm personally, if people like it, that's fine. It didn't do it. I think for me. the UCI fucked it up personally. Yeah, I, I think personally they think just, they did. They picked the road race for it. That's my yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Is that like, yeah, equipment choosing equipment is part of it, but it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, you could have chosen a cyclocross bike or a road bike. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a gravel bike was totally out of the question for winning that race. Yeah. But well, the first ro- the first gravel bike. That crossed the line was ridden by Greg Van Avermaet, which was correct me if I'm wrong. Fourth, he no, he's he was behind Van, uh, he was uh, behind him fifth. So behind Vanderpool, Vanderpool which who was behind. third? Yeah, yeah. So it'd be yeah. fourth. Oh, fourth. Yeah. yeah. So to me, that says okay. it could have been won by a gravel. It could have been won by a gravel bike. You know, that particular yeah, gravel bike is considered a road bike though because of the angles are. You know, seventy three degree parallel. Yeah, it's like it's basically a road bike. Same but, time as Matthew yeah. Vanderpool. Yeah, fourth, mm-hmm. fourth but. Place. As BMC has advertised the bike itself, it is technically a gravel bike. Mm-hmm. So. It's a gravel aero bike. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. gravels are the word, so it's technically it is. Gra- they use the word gravel. <laughs> 3T, well, 3T does the same thing. They have yeah. aero gravel bikes, which are gravel bikes, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. I agree. I, I think the industry likes to play with the word gravel, and it's yeah. it's a trend, and they'll throw it or put it or classify their bike to get a sell, but... And and realistically, if I if somebody asks, would you like to gravel race? I think of Unbound. That's not something I'm interested in. But if somebody put gave me a challenge, I would say I'd do it, and I'd have a gravel bike. I would long wheelbase, wide tires, that type of thing. That's a gravel bike. Mm-hmm. But like what you guys described on BWR, I would use a cross bike. Mm-hmm. I, I you know that is mainly on the road. You need mm-hmm. quick handling, something that's fast. It's not. You know, trying to get to speed and that type of thing. So, I think personally, I think this gravel thing is gonna. It, this is, argument's gonna go on for a long time. Right. I don't think that you say I killed it. I just think they're trying. Hey, something. props Paul to old white man. Buy a gravel bike. No, I didn't say I was gonna. He buy said one. he'd what? ride one if I had to. What? <laughs> I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna put money down. No way. But <laughs> if if somebody handed you one, you would do it. You know what? But if, if somebody said, see... "Here's a gravel bike." Yeah. And do this race. Yeah. If it if it fits that course, if I look at it and I'm looking at man, that's some really loose sandy shit, and I need stability or or flint rock. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna take a cross bike on that. Yeah, I no think you would really days. enjoy like paddle mashing out in the. Um, I grew blues. up in there. I grew up in, on gravel. 
That's all I rode when I was a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but there's yeah, some gnarly summer roads. Oh, yeah. Place. And that's what I grew up in riding. Yeah. yeah. I know summer roads. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I like it. Mm-hmm. I do I, like it. I'm But you know in. what? But, but since we're all on this gravel thing, it does bring me to this topic that I want to touch base on. And if, if you guys need to pour a beer while I'm touching yeah, base on I'm mentioning sponsors, we can do that. Uh, the topic tonight brought to us by our friends at Untapped Maple. Uh, I, n- I noticed that a lot of the sponsors that are really sticking with us are, are food-based. So yeah. that's, that's saying, I don't know. Nothing but the best, great flavor, great energy. Use the link at packfiller.com. Sam just poured a beer that actually he's not he's embarrassed got a head on. to show. Yeah, but do you want a little? Ever. Everybody wants a little head. Yeah, you, you want about that much. That's See? perfect, yeah. That's where the... Sp- Anyway, all the flavor finish, is. finish your read, will you? <laughs> no, I'm such, a, I'm such a fucking child. <laughs> you are. Look at <laughs> something shiny. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just made sex jokes. Yeah. Um, I want to start with a story by Sam that happened to him this past week. When we were on our week off, uh, you just came out of nowhere and you're like, send us a text. like going, holy shit, this happened. And uh, just to give us some perspective here, take us through... As much as you have, you know, not obviously not a you know a thirty minute yeah yeah, yeah. You know, diet no, but I can yeah quick. tell tell us a uh, uh, version of what happened yeah so oh, I I, I was at work I wasn't actually out on this ride um, but my wife and my brother were taking a friend that was visiting um, us in Spokane he's a you know, bike rep so he oh. was new to the area sponsor and, yep mm-hmm. <laughs> I know right we need to get him to sponsor us that'd be yeah. great. I know. Uh, and and his product has rim brake frames. Yes. You mm-hmm. know that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Paul would be into this. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they were out riding in you know Hangman Valley, which is a circuit here close to us. That man, there's a morning ride that goes on. It's everybody rides down there. Yeah. And a gold CRV. I'm gonna call that out. Uh, comes rolling up next to him, really close. Like, and it's a 40 mile an hour speed limit. This car comes up at like 20. Right, so intentional and being close to them because he's about six inches from my wife's elbow, who's riding right behind my brother. So startles her. She like quickly moves over. The car comes up next to my brother. My brother's like, get away, hits the car with his hand, right? That pisses the driver off, and driver just turns into him. And so takes out my brother. Uh, my brother, you know, crashes and gets road rash and friend sprints up after the car like makes eye contact with and like can you pull over and the guy just takes off and so they got all the info they reported it and the police went and picked him up and arrested him and he got charged with a felony hit and run and then i think there's more coming but yep because there's like vehicular assault and all that but yeah so I mean, it's, yeah, it is one of those things, like, when they even asked him to, like, what's your insurance, he wouldn't provide it. I mean, like, this guy, and talking to the morning ride people, like, there was some guy that was in a gold CRV that was harassing them not Mm -hmm. too long ago, so. 70-year-old gentleman. Yep, and so they think, like, it's probably the same guy that's doing this a lot to cyclists, and it's like, so, anyway, I'm on the, like, to kind of then wrap into my thoughts on it is, yeah. Book him for everything you got because, like, if he were to go after, like, if that was my dad or like my father in law or my mother in law who ride, like, it would have been a lot worse. David is great at crashing, like, 
Like that's comical, <laughs> but also like true because he's he's raced bikes, right? Mm-hmm. So he has like yeah, you know, some he knows how to roll. He knows, knows how, how to how roll. Handle, he didn't yeah. like yeah, yeah, stick his hand out or anything. But so fuck, I'm just glad everybody's okay. First mm-hmm. of all, so where I wanted to take this, so I wanted to talk about a, a little bit of this a state of the union in cycling and in, in terms of where we are and and where. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I've been speaking to gravel cyclists. I had, you know, three gravel cyclists on, uh, two weeks ago now. And, um, and there's this large trend of riders who are saying enough is enough. Uh, the roads are too sketch. Um, I don't want to do that anymore. Um, and we are culturally here in the United States and I'm sure, you know, my my friends overseas and, and anybody who's listening to this show overseas can probably attest to a certain element on it. Are things getting better or worse in terms of riding on the roads? What would you guys say, better or worse? Um, Jackson, you've had the, you know, shortest career out of all of us, and that's not an insult. That's just true. What would you say, better or worse in your time period? I have a really tough time even talking about this subject just because it's, it's like a tough one. Yeah. It's not that it makes me uncomfortable. It's just that what I don't want this to turn into is we need is a warning to the roads. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I think that definitely like there are things to watch out for and I don't mm-hmm. know, like I might be a little lame here in answering this question, but I don't know if things have gotten worse or if it's just been brought to light more recently heightened awareness yes yeah yeah yeah. um i think this kind of stuff has always happened um but i think that we now have the accessibility to see it a lot more and it's happened i mean closely it happened to you i mean i i'm not trying to make this about myself at all but i i mean i got hit by a car this last summer you did um so it's like it's 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 very it's gotten closer and closer to us Mm -hmm. um but i (laughs) i don't know if i can answer all right. I'm sorry about that. No, that's fine. I'll pass it to the the people with longer cycling careers. Yeah. I mean, I guess the next longest cycling career, I'll talk. I would say <laughs> it's not gotten worse. It's just it yeah. is what it is. Okay. Like, it's 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 always been a thing. I've been hit by a car. And, you yeah. know, it was a person that was on her phone, and she turned right into me. And so she just wasn't, on, like, paying attention. But she also pulled over and, you know, was, like, super apologetic. Yeah. Got her insurance, all that stuff. Like, not a big deal, right? Like, I mean, it is a big deal, and then I got hit by a car, but everything's okay, and it was an accident. This person's a sociopath, and there's not many out there, mm-hmm. I don't think, that do that, right? Like, how many people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to I wanna hurt that guy today. Not many. People go by you and buzz you and stuff, and it's like, have a nice day, you yeah. know? Yeah. Enjoy your shitty job and your shitty life. But, like, I don't think that there's many many people out there that want to hurt you but the rolling coal mm-hmm. i want to say the most of offensive word in the english language the rolling coal c words the rolling coal mm-hmm. people the the people who are convinced that you don't pay taxes even though you own a car the anger the the self righteous ownership to the roads paul has that in our in, in our lifetimes of riding are, are, is it is it worse or are we just identifying it now are we giving it a name are we are we categorizing these people more 
um, I have to agree with Jackson. I was, while these guys were talking, I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> no, I was listening. Um, it, it, it's, it, to me, it's like I started thinking back when I started. There was, there's always been from the time I started to even, well, today was a splendid ride. I, I had no issues, absolutely, and and I did a well traveled road. You know, there was mm-hmm. people actually moved away, mm-hmm. so. Um, when I started, that never happened. And I think there's a little bit of awareness. And there's, like Sam was saying, uh, there's going to always be the psychopaths out there just like, you don't pay, you know, you don't pay taxes. And, yeah. and I remember confrontations from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, recent history of some guy <laughs> who's trying to prove their point that yeah. we don't deserve to be on the road. So it... it I think the awareness, like Jackson was saying also, and I agree with him, is, boy, we have, you know, it hits social media. You hear about it all the time. It's like, Jesus. But I don't feel any more unsafe now than I did when I started. You feel the same I feel the same, absolutely the same. There's always, I mean, I still keep alert. I always come to an intersection. I see a car coming. I have to make eye contact or my fingers are on the anchors, man. I'm ready to, Mm -hmm. to hit the brakes. There is just a way we have to survive. Motorcyclists are the same way. They have to survive that whole... You're not really seen. You're not a big threat. Sub, I think some con- subconsciously a lot of people just see a bicycle and they're thinking five miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. And not, that's the problem, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So Holy and, shit, that guy and they pull out, 30. Yeah, yeah. I was coming yeah. up... Most people listening probably don't know where five mile is, but he's dropping down, heading south off the five mile, and I'm doing... Well, I'm exceeding the speed limit. It was about 45. Yeah. And this guy in this old truck starts pulling out in front of me, and and I'm like, oh, geez. And I go to grab the brakes, and he realizes he can't make it, so he stops, and he's thinking, I'm in the road. i got to accelerate it. It's an old pickup. Sure. And it backfires and stalls out. Oh, no. And then I lock up the back wheel, and I just miss the front of his grill probably about six inches from that. Wait, that and, was today? No, that was about three years, four years ago. Say, that's splendid. For you, what is terrible? For you? Yeah, <laughs> Just well, yeah. It, it's I had a splendid ride. <laughs> yeah. Almost died. That once. was yeah. That was several. <laughs> this is a while okay, back, obviously. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. and and you know, by the look on his face, it wasn't like screw you. It was like, I know he thought, oh, it's just a bicycle. Look the other way, goes to go and look back my way, and and he's like, oh shit, Fuck, you know that, that type of thing. moving. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, as a cyclist, so, I, I think some of that is my responsibility. I was exceeding the speed limit. I can't say, you idiot, yeah. because I was. It's a 35-mile-an-hour. I'm doing 45, maybe plus, mm-hmm. down that hill. Do we take the, the you know, for example, the moment I ran up, I rolled up on this guy with the, the 240-whatever weapon he had. Um, I, I was scared of the dude. I thought he was going to scream at me. And I bet he thought I was going to scream at him. Mm-hmm. Are we in this culture where everybody thinks somebody's going to scream at them? And we yeah. immediately put up this defensive mechanism because it's, it's me versus them. Everything in our culture right it's now tribal. is me versus them. And and if, 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 you know, Paul, this guy pulled out in front of you and you're, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And, you know, if, if you just looked at each other and just went, Holy fuck! I'm sorry, man. I, I I fucked up, and you could be like, I fucked up too, and we both walk away from this. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm not saying that the yeah, twat who fucking pulled out in front of pulled in front of your brother is 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 worthy of forgiveness. This is just a, somebody who's beyond repair. Mm-hmm. But as Jackson said, we are hearing more about these stories. We're hearing about these roll call people who are or are wiping out entire fields of writers. Would we have heard about that 20 years ago? We probably wouldn't have heard about it. Mm-hmm. So are we learning too much? Are we are being hypersensitive to it? I, I, I don't want to, you know, take any anything away from the people who've gone through these traumatic experiences. But are, are we, you know, are we just assuming that everybody's like that now? I, mean, I think I, that uh, there's differing degrees of it. Like what you were saying, like that was clearly like an accident, right? Like even... Yeah. You shouldn't be on your cell phone when you're driving. But even when I got hit, like, hey, it's an accident. Like, there, she's probably, you know, she's probably done way worse yeah. in the car. And, yeah. like, you know, she didn't have anything happen. So it's like, take it with a grain of salt. And I think that no matter what, you have to come at it. Like, you said this a few weeks ago with, like, you know, accidents happen. Like, mm-hmm. who hasn't had an accident, mm-hmm. right? And if you go into it with just a hot head, yeah. it never is going to resolve the issue. Whereas, like, I just am a firm believer in do what's right on the road. I always stay right. I always stop at stop signs, stop at lights. I don't run them. It's like, just be a good cyclist. And yeah, I mean, try to follow the rules of the road. Yeah. Like, but try to, yeah, show some grace out there because it goes both ways, you know, and take the high road. It's, but if somebody's being a sociopath, you should turn them in. Yeah. yeah. You should get them arrested. So, well, I, and I think yeah. that you hit a, Jesus, yeah. an important thing is, do you guys know the law in the state of Washington for riding? Yeah, you have a third of the lane. And yeah, it's three feet of it. I mean, you can go as far to the right as you deem as safe. Yeah. So, and now a new code, I mean, the, the new, well, it's RCW, it's our revised code of Washington, um, that cars have to pass at least three feet. Yep. So mm-hmm. that guy has already broken a yep. law on that type of thing. And each state is different. And I've got a little story about that because... Have you ever found that the police don't know those laws, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that's part yeah, of my yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, and I okay. might have told it on this podcast before. And and it deals with Borky. He and I were on a train ride early in the morning. We're dropping down. It's called uh, Indian Trail Road, dropping down towards Rutter Parkway. And it was 6 o'clock in the morning. There's nobody on the road. And we're side-by-side chatting in this car. And this pulls up next to us. And he's like riding right next to us and i look and i could see he had spokane police department patch on his arm he's just coming off of work heading home and uh so you know i kind of sprinted forward to let the guy i i didn't know whether he had problems getting around us i, I didn't understand so i sprinted around um bork and then uh then we started going downhill and bork went past me and i went past him so we're kind of like rotating and the car stops down at the bottom of the hill and it's this guy's in full uniform and he puts his hand up and makes a stop. Oh my god. And <clears throat> he goes, You guys you guys are impeding traffic and that's against the law. And Scott says, We can ride two abreast. And, and your he's dicks, like challenging. And your this guy. dick's tiny. Well, and this guy's <laughs> Shut sitting the there. Fuck off. He's yeah, do we, we are you, past? Wish say that? I don't have the balls to say that. <laughs> I'm so sub- a bork would. Uh, yeah, he probably would. <laughs> but, but this I don't comes have back a little later. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. anyway, the confrontation was we had a little bit of argument what the code or what the law is, mm-hmm. and we were past the city limit sign, which is on the top of the hill, and so we're in the county. So he had, and plus he's off duty, 
And he kept saying, I live in this area and I'm tired of people complaining about you cyclists. You know, you take up the road, blah, blah, blah. And Scott's explaining to him, you know, you don't have to. Because if you guys want, I can hold, detain you here and we can stay patrol here. And it's like, no, you know what? Uh, I was like, I just need to get to work because yeah. I was working at a bike shop at the time. Just let's leave. And then there's two locals in this intersection, no more than like 400 meters away at this intersection. In the middle of the intersection, chit-chatting. Yeah, and, and Scott goes, there. is that impediment? Uh, yeah. And the guy turns around and looks. And he's like, oh. he shakes his head. So <laughs> several years down the road, we're down in Arizona. And we're riding side by side. And this car, we get to the stoplight. And this car says, this guy. And it was all black sedan and everything. And the guy rolls down his window. And he goes, you guys have to ride single fire file. And Scott says, oh, yeah? We can ride, you know. Two abreast. And yeah. he goes, not in this state, son. Where are you from? He says, Washington. That might be in your state. But, and he flashes his badge. Oh, not in the state of Arizona. Christ. It's single file. Oh. So you have to know. But, but how about if... But I've always laughed about that because it's how about if there, there are eight riders and all eight of us are single file. You know what a passing nightmare that's mm-hmm. going to be for a car mm-hmm. as opposed to four two-by-two mm-hmm. sections. It's like you... You don't get it. You know, yes, you have to pass me like an actual vehicle. You can't just eek by. Like, mm-hmm. uh, this is why two by two is, is safer. Two abreast is safer because they have to make a conscious pass. Less time pass to get around. Mm-hmm. But they have to make an actual pass of you. They can't just kind of go, I'm just going to eek by and hope my, my side view mirror doesn't take out mm-hmm. their shoulder. And, you know, that's probably why we have make their the kids three foot fucking fatherless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that probably happened. So I did. Yeah. So know your laws, and and by the way, if we have more than five vehicles behind us, no matter if we're two abreast or whatever, we have to stop and pull over. That's impeding traffic. Yeah. What do you guys say when somebody walks up to you at they at a party at a situ social situation? They find that you're a cyclist, and they bring up the cars versus road issue. They they start with a. You hookers take up the space, blah, 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 any of that stuff. Is there a go-to approach? Uh, basically, I'm asking this for the new cyclist out there. What do they do? What can they do when somebody comes up and you want to educate people, drivers, on how to approach cyclists, but you realize that this person is probably three margaritas in <laughs> and and you don't know how to fucking approach them. Uh, J- Jackson, do you have any uh, these situations have you, and, and mm-hmm. how have you dealt with them? Um, as you guys know, I'm a pretty cool, calm head. Um, nice no. boy assassin. <laughs> yep, liar. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, I think this is the one one of the few few small things that kind of has me lose it has me get close because you dealt with a situation just yeah just recently um i get what i always say is um let's say your parent is out on the road and uh somebody decides to hit them and they don't come back that day yeah yeah mm-hmm. how would that feel mm-hmm. and i and then i go now imagine if you if, if you were the one that did that mm-hmm. and then that kind of ends the conversation mm-hmm. right there yep Fuck, that's good. Yeah, that okay. is good. Do we do we have a? I don't know if there's any. No, I mean that's a, that is the best relation to it. It's one mm-hmm. of those things. I always come at it with the approach of like, okay, if you have to slow down behind a cyclist for a car to pass, and then you can make your roundabout, 
How much time did you lose on your commute? Two seconds? Yeah, at the most. You're yeah. still late. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, you it's just one of those things. Coffee. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. It's just, yeah, it's, they, it's like put it into perspective. Like, we're not your problem out there. Yeah. Like, you know, it's one of those things that we're going on about our day. And, you know, what? if a cyclist is being disrespectful and riding in the middle of the road, like I'm talking the yellow line, mm-hmm. then, yeah, tell them, hey, guys, like, you know, it's not safe out here, yada, yada, yada. But, well, yeah, we can all admit that there are right. people out there who are fucking it up for the mm-hmm. rest of us. Mm-hmm. You know, there totally. are there, some there definite are people. And I'm the first there. person to point blame at those people. I will, yeah. if I'm riding yeah. with somebody, I'm like, get over. Like, yeah. you know. And that's why, like, anybody that has ridden with me has experienced that. I'm the guy in the pack that's yelling at everybody. But, yeah, yeah, I just, I think, I don't know, put it in perspective that. I did that on a TNT ride last year. (laughs) Yeah, I know you did. There was a guy drafting a car, and I'm like, fucking stop it! (laughs) Screaming at the top of my lungs. And I just, I didn't, it was an out-of-body experience. It's amazing to to me, like, like, how much of an dick you can be when you're so sweet like you're such a nice guy but then it's like you get on a bike and it's like yeah who's this guy that we're riding with today yeah. <laughs> perfect, he seems crazy perfect segue opportunity because we're gonna end up with some fun we're gonna right. end with some fun um i'm gonna ask the question when is it okay to be an asshole teammate <laughs> that's a perfect an asshole <laughs> teammate have you ever been an asshole to a teammate in in terms of Training motivation, like texting people saying you're all bitches, um, <laughs> trash talking, like saying you're all the bitches. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tactics, like uh, chasing or not chasing. You know, chasing down a teammate, uh, being selfish, bailing on a ride because you don't really like the fucking person that's in the same jersey. As oh, you. Wow. Wow. Why do I feel directed at me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I swear, I'm not. Or just flat out, you don't like that person and you don't want to have them on your team. You know, have you ever found yourself being an asshole teammate, even in the happy ways or the fuck you ways? For example, I'll start. I'll give you guys time to think. I had a teammate when I was young um, who was not a cool person to me. And so I, I know him. You do, <laughs> of course you do. And 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 so I I I I'm really upset because I'm still living my life without that comeuppance moment. Because this person, for many years, was stronger than I was. And when this person left racing, I was just reaching my moment. And I was just like, revenge is oh fuck. You know, they left. And, and it's like the jerk store. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's that Seinfeld moment. It's yeah. just like I came up with a perfect insult and then he fucking went Leaves, to another team. Moved. Yeah. And so uh, so I never got that moment. But I really wanted to be that asshole teammate because he was an asshole teammate. He was always very, very self-centered in terms of his tactics. I, I mean, I remember in a junior national qualifier he and one of the Gray Walls, one of the fucking Gray Wall brothers, were up the Rishi. road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could have sat up and let me catch. I was less than 100 meters behind him. And I could have caught and we could add two against one. Did he? No. He fucking kept the hammer down. Yeah. And oh, that's a dick Just move. a total twat. And, yeah. he, and he dated my sister, which is even grosser. That so there we go. I did not know that. You did not know that? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, I, yeah, I came to the fucking... House, a couple oh. of like, Jesus Christ, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's mine. You know, I've got a ton, I've got a fuck ton more. You know, I've had a lot of asshole teammates over the years. I, I didn't intentionally make eye contact with you, Paul. But uh, <laughs> he did. He, was, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he's just it right wasn't in intentional. I swear to God, and the head was nodding. Yeah. <laughs> ah! So, um, so of the examples I've given, you know, mm-hmm. I love the trash talk. I love trash talking people. I mean, that's one Bantering, of the great things. Actually. Yeah, just the banner amongst teammates. I don't consider that a bad asshole moment. I consider that just like a, come on, fucker, get out of here. Let's go mm-hmm. ride, you know, and stuff like that. Like, Paul, I will look at you on this mm-hmm. one, where there are times where I'm just going, oh, God, here comes a fucking roller, and Paul's going to just <laughs> lay down 900 watts over the top of it, and I'm just going to go, I don't like you. I wish you were another person, you know, and then just make it over the top of the hill. So, yeah, okay, anybody got one? <laughs> I hated all my soccer teammates, so there's that. They were yeah. all assholes. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are my only other teammates, so yeah. there we go. Yeah. Are we, are and you don't want to throw any shade on but us. You, but yeah. you could say I like you guys. <laughs> have there been moments where we've been either good or bad assholes? Mm, no. Really? Wow, really? None with me. Well, I'm like, I'm, I, I don't really re- like respond to a lot. You know what That's I mean? True. So like, whenever you're too you get, nice on text. Well, by the see, way. No, okay, no, I'm not too nice on text. I just don't text because you're too nice in general. I think <laughs> I, know, I agree. How I how I always go is I find that actions speak louder than words. Oh. <laughs> and whenever you guys are trash talking, I don't need to. Because <laughs> I just need to show it on the road. I love this guy. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know how to approach this. Belgian waffle. You were gone for mm-hmm. me. I caught back up. And, and you left him for I, dead. I had some strength towards the end. At any point in time, were you like, fuck you, dad. Thanks, man. No, oh, I didn't care. Really? Yeah. If I finished that thing, that was the greatest accomplishment I'd <laughs> had to that day. <laughs> wow. It's all got to come from your other man. I was just going <laughs> to say, is this all Michelle right here? Yeah. It's yeah. got to be. Yeah. Holy shit, you're a nice it's not I, you. I threw up two times after that day. You I did. had nothing left inside of my body. <laughs> you did. Do you he shit did. sparkles? <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. He's a rain, rainbow unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. I mean, it's like... It's unreal. He's he's the nicest guy I've ever met. He's, he's absolutely... He's the same as my youngest brother, I Ben. Swear. It's like David and I have taken the youngest brother out to try to destroy him, and he's just back there with a smile on his face like... This hurts, and I love you guys. It's like, Thanks who are you? Hurt. I'm yeah. trying to kill you right now. <laughs> That's hilarious. I think I've been, I've been pretty good as a teammate because, like, racing for the team that I raced for, there was a huge collection of people, and you had to get sure. along with everyone because you didn't know who was going to the race. Um, there was definitely people that I liked more than others, uh, but for the most part, like, I always kept it pretty professional. Uh, when I was racing, but in collegiate, there was definitely like one guy who's like my younger brother that we were just horrible to each other. Really? And it was great. It was a very healthy relationship. Why is it with you in any of the, when I hear the word brother, I hear it's just like, I don't know. Like, I, fuck you. I was telling I mean, Jackson that. Terrible. I was like, the problem is, is like, for some reason, he's like my younger brother too. Oh. It's like, I was telling him, like, you're in, like, dude, this is bad because I want to hurt you. <laughs> it's like Dr. Whenever, Freud. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, for some reason, I'm like feeling like you're like a brother and I want to just like sit on the front and see who dies first. That's really like, 
in yeah. a weird way. You're that's flattered. Like a loving thing, You're, right? That's really nice. Oh, yeah. I know. That's a well. That's Hugs a kind all thing around. to say. Hugs all around. <laughs> it's wild, but it is. It's like something I probably should go to a counselor about. Like, why don't no, I want to no, kill my no, brother? No. Is that a weird thing? No. no. Okay. No. Cool. I'm gonna look into it. Well, I want to kill you too, Sam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's sweet. destroy each other now. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to well up. <laughs> yeah. So you <laughs> waited to come to this team, Sam, to be yeah. the asshole. Yeah. yeah. So you were nice yeah. on your other team. <laughs> this team, you're just like, no, I'm going to crush you fuckers yeah. this weekend. I think that I'm just, this is who I am. Oh. And and on the other side, I just had more like, all right, this we is just a job. And we have to, yeah, you guys just oh. gave me an opportunity of like, I can be my true self and just be a jerk. Okay. Yeah. I'm somewhere between you and you probably. Nowhere near you. <laughs> I know so, that. It's just for the people who are listening. Oh yeah, and I'm pointing you're at between people. me and Paul, but nowhere near. Jackson. Nowhere near Jackson. Okay. Okay. Somewhere, yeah. David is somewhere between Jackson and Paul. I'm On the offended. nice scale. I'm offended. You're the worst. I, I am. You're the worst. <laughs> am I an asshole? Total. Really? Yeah. You're a great guy. I absolutely enjoy. Am I an asshole on the bike? It's it's just a different you. It's really? wild. I yeah. love it. I come saying, we roll up to Rise, and I'm like, who are we getting today? I'm blushing. Is this like, <laughs> blushing. Is this, is this schizophrenic Pat. Yeah. <laughs> are we getting Jekyll or are we getting Hyde today? Yeah, yeah. Right. Jekyll. Jekyll. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I don't have to worry about calling people out because I know you will. Really? Oh, yeah. When have I called somebody it out? It depends That's on the situation. T- yeah, TNT. If it's like a bad, if it's like a, yeah. sh- I will say if it's an image for the sport thing, that's what you call out, and that's what I respect. That's what I respect, though, because if it's like, like you said, if it's somebody riding riding a car, mm-hmm. you say something about that because that makes everybody look bad, mm-hmm. and I think that's important. Uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not turned, a bad jerk. You turned me being an asshole into a nice comment. Look at this guy. Well, he shit sparkles. <laughs> yeah. He does <laughs> shit sparkles. <laughs> but I think that's like a very true thing to say, though. <laughs> How the fuck did you just? Do that? How full is my glass right now? <laughs> it is a quarter full. <laughs> it's enough to enjoy. <laughs> when I lift up my when I lift up a can of soda and I see that there's that much left, I get joy. I'm happy about it because then I know I have some it's left. It's still there. Yeah, I'm like I look at it as like half of that is your own backwash. So just, <laughs> I look at it as it's I need like, a fresh one. <laughs> It's all high fructose corn syrup. It's going to make me fatter anyway, so yeah. fuck it. <laughs> See this guy? Yeah. This is so true to so, our personalities. Yeah. Let's just an, analyze a glass of beer. <laughs> to me, I'm like, I don't have enough alcohol in there. <laughs> Paul, did we get to your asshole comments? No, I think we did. I've, I had, we did. I, I've had some good teammates and stuff, but um, I think probably because I know the guys I haven't been on really large teams. Like, yeah. K two when you guys are the Saturn team. Oh fuck, I wasn't on that, that team. Was, I wore the kid. I wasn't yeah, on that then that team. that was it. They had so many people on that team when yeah. they raced. It was it was like comical because there was only one leader. Yeah, and he yeah. ended up being a doper anyway. Yeah, he was so a yeah. massive doper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but <clears throat> I I was probably a jerk to one teammate and not too far back in the river city red period he was a guy who in my opinion he didn't grasp what a team was mm-hmm. he was extremely strong and I, I was you know a couple of times made made his life not probably all that happy so i, I didn't just, know you were talking about me here tonight well, no no just, it was a, just kidding you you weren't on red were i you? was yeah oh, for uh, two years or something really? like that. Yeah. yeah 
See, there was a couple years where everybody, like, they just handed out jerseys with toasters. Mm -hmm. Like, you open a bank account, and you got a River City jersey. No, I was, like, I was fresh out of Western, and I had, Mm -hmm. like, cut, like, my name and phone number on these, like, tiny little shards of paper. Like, couldn't have been a half inch by, like, two inch. And and I just filled my pocket with them for whoever was wearing a River City red jersey when I went to the morning ride. And I was just like, can I join your team? (laughs) Did you? It, it was John Syak. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a great story. Cause, you know, like, I think I asked, too, and they didn't let me. Huh, wow. Did you really No, you, anybody was welcome. <laughs> there there, there was only No, role. when you guys were GS there, Wait a minute. Wait when a you minute. guys were G- No, fucker. It's my Not show. Listen. When you guys were... I can mute your ass. When you guys were GS Gap, I was like... No, man. Yeah. We're, just, we're just four just of us. We're yeah, just, that's right. This is it, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, but River City Red was different because the owner... The G of GS, yeah. It would, I mean, of, of Gap, yeah. Was uh, he opened a brewery, the River City yeah. Brewing, mm-hmm. and so then it was open to anybody, yeah. And, but the, the only rule they had, and maybe you slipped don't into this, ass. no assholes. So that oh, there, there it is. There they don't want the gig, not physically. Are you? <laughs> Are you saying I'm a big ass? No, I was gonna say they didn't want the gigantic Pat Bulger on the team. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I understand. I get it. The name carries weight. Yeah. <laughs> so I should just big title book. this show tonight. Pats and ass. Pats and ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, we talked about your butt too earlier. Yeah. We did. Oh my. It's Pat butt talk. ass. Wow. Pats. Butt talk. That's poetic. Pats. Mm, apostrophe ass. Yep. Pats and ass. Robert Frost would hope to come up with those words as well. Oh, I yeah. don't think he would. <laughs> We just solved all the issues. Yeah, I believe we did. And and that is that is that's a perfect segue into the end of the show. It's seven fifty eight. It's time to wow. time to call another mm-hmm. night because I just barely need to go and stare at my battery and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> Everybody, you know, don't be a dick on the road. I understand that cars are assholes, but occasionally, occasionally, there's a human being out there, and they might be as apologetic if you just come up to them with a halfway decent, you know perspective and and i you know i i I know we're we're fighting for our fucking lives out there um but maybe it's not as bad as we think you know they they, i i'm not talking david you know when david got cut off by Mm -hmm. a twat and i want to say the worst word but i have a hard time saying the worst word don't say the worst word i'm not british yeah Yeah. i'm not british so i can't say that word but uh and and i have some students who listen to these shows um (laughs) so you know i don't know keep the rubber side down um and I guess we all got to start watching cyclocross now, right? I like watching it. I don't like riding it. I do like watching it too. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, yeah. guys, thanks. <laughs>